Demon Slayer Season 3, Episode 5, Bright Red Sword. Man, it, this one lit up like they're going in, so we're going to talk about it. All right, welcome back, Geek Variant. So today we're talking about Demon Slayer season three, episode five. All right, so this one really kind of just took me by surprise because, again, I haven't read the book shit. I got them back here. I'm getting ready to read them soon, but like I'm really just trying to enjoy the show for what it is, and I'm not being disappointed. Like I'm extremely hyped. You still got these demons out here making a mess of stuff. You got Yoko, who's pretty much making fish things like he's obviously some type of aquatic demon you know making these fish things all over the place which is still terrorizing the village and going ham there and then you got Huntingo who is still making you know work of Nezuko Tanjiro and just really kind of you know beating the crap out of everybody again this episode is on fire literally we'll get that in a minute we'll start with uh Tokito like he is trying to handle his stuff he needs to get his new sword trying to figure out how to keep you know the swordsmiths protected while in the process of acquiring whatever he needs to be able to do more damage he actually gets to come across gyoko and we see some of the terrifying stuff that gyoko is doing he has taken swordsmith you know bodies and created some type of flower pot art out of their body still squirming and being caused pain and whatever else so i don't know if killing him is going to set them free and allow them to live or they just permanently jacked up i have no idea but uh tokito is really trying to make sure that things get done he starts getting flashbacks like something is happening when he's come when he comes across him because uh some words are said that got his attention which is kind of what his whole character arc is he's been getting more more flashbacks and apparently tokito is only 14 years old so he's one of the one of the youngest hashira uh Kanroji, she's 19, I believe, and with you know, there's a big, you know, there's a, you know, it's a five year spread between them. But he became a Hashira after like two months of being in the Demon Slayer Corps. Had never picked up a sword before that, which is insane because his skills are amazing, and he's definitely shown some some quickness and thinking on his feet. Like he, there's no remorse for him. He's like, we got to get stuff done, so he's moving and making sure that it happens. Apparently, his sword style, which is the misbreathing, he created that only one month after being a Hashira. So with no sword training whatsoever, no kind of memory of what's going on, he came up with all this stuff and created something like that is truly, truly powerful without a second guess. And that's kind of how he lives his life right now. He doesn't second guess too much stuff he just kind of okay this is what i need to do this is what needs to happen i'm going to get what i want but now since meeting tanjiro again that's kind of what he's dealing with so he's now moving with purpose and we see that when gyoko uses his blood demon art to attack some of the swordsmiths and he takes these needles to the face like how how you know how badass you got to be he, he took all these poison needles to the face and it's still like, all right, we got a scrap and he's getting into it. So that's kind of where we leave off more blood demon art stuff coming. But I feel like we're going to get him really setting the stage for his missed abilities 
in the next episode. Like he, he's about to show us something that's going to be really, really fantastic. As far as the Swordsmith Village is concerned, again, it's still being overrun by these fish monsters, and they're going ham, turning up. But we actually got uh, Conroji coming in at the end of the last episode, and she was on her way. So we actually get to see her come in and use her powers and really kind of get into it. And I did not freaking know that she has a sword. I did know, but that thing is a whip. I had no freaking clue that this is some kind of whip-like ability. I don't know if it's like some kind of... It's, it's still got to be nitrine metal to a degree because that's what decapitates the demons. But the the, the fluidity, the, the movement of it is whip-like. This thing, I don't know how far this thing can extend, but she was running through. I just thought she was super fast, but no, she is actually has a legitimate whip. And I am in shock because not only was I introduced to a whip, but now I've also seen, you know, in the past couple of episodes, a nitrine gun, it looks like. So it's like, what other weapons are there? Like, what? I don't know. Like, I'm I'm legit shook because I want to know what other weapons these guys are coming up with for some of these other people. Like, I've seen uh, Saname, I believe that's his name, had you know has a sword. Uh, Gome, I heard he has something different, but I'm not sure what. But I think it's still like a maybe a you know like an axe or something. I don't know, but it's still a weapon, like a, like a weapon that you would use like a more or less say a melee weapon whip is technically a melee weapon but again i wouldn't expect a metal sword to be used as such so i'm i'm hyped to see what what we're going to get um how many love breathing arts are there like how many she got we choose one so it's like all right cool we got one but i don't know how many more come with it but i'm very excited to see what else she's going to do like she is fantastic right now. Now, Tandro. Tandro is still trying to get things done dealing with uh, Hatengu and his multiple cells. So there's four four cells. And in the process, he's still getting his his butt whooped. Like he's got to deal with it. He's still getting beat down. And it's it's bad. At some point, Nezuko gets an idea and again this is Nezuko thinking on her feet she really decides like okay we need to get this done but we don't have any other recourse right now like we are getting you know molly walk so she grabs his sword grab Tanjiro's sword and she cuts herself and bleeds all over his sword like of course she can't talk so she's not telling him what's going on and he's just like look on sword like I have to fight but he doesn't want to hurt her because again she can be killed by the Nietzschean sword. So he's very careful, it looks like, when it comes to it. But she literally kind of gives the focus and looks at him like, yo, like, we finna do some stuff. And then she lights the sword on fire, and he's just like, holy crap, this is amazing. This is kind of how he felt when he was dealing with uh, Guitaro. And he feels good, and we actually see, like, the mark start to, to form. I still don't know what this mark is about, but we, we see it start to form. And Atengo actually gets scared. He sees like it's similar to the swordsman that almost beheaded Muzan. That's big. That's huge. Similar to the to the swordsman who almost beheaded Muzan. Same look. You see the the flash in there. So like it looks really freaking good. Like okay, this is where it is. 
did that swordsman also have a black sword that turned red his turned red also by the fire so but it was a different mean so what's going on their their powers are there there's their similarities in their powers do they mirror each other what's what's going on i don't know i got questions i need brent here brent is in japan right now like when he gets back hopefully for the next episode or episode of that you know he'll give us some more insight on what he knows but yo i am all in for this and he lights this sword up and he does some sun halo dragon with the hinokami kagura head dance and he absolutely obliterates three of these guys three of them taking them out in that fourth one he's like got it maybe i gotta get all of them at once and stuff and we see that the fourth one has already been taken care of so at what cost did beheading the last of the hatingus did it did, did it cause for tanjiro like what what, what is the repercussions right now with all four being done and we have Ginya looking like a demon. Ginya is jacked up in some type of way, but we've already got a sense that something was going on with Ginya. We just didn't know what. He's he's surviving blows that should have killed him. That's specifically mentioned. He survived a, blow, a killing blow that should have killed him. He lost a tooth, and it came back. He's got something in him. But we don't know what. I don't know what. You may know. I don't know. And now he looks like he's gone some kind of demon form himself. He's got the teeth. He's got the, the, the hair. Like He didn't look like he didn't turn and went to the dark side. Uh, I'm not sure. Did he already you know, have something that was awakened similar to how Tanjiro did? Or is it something else? Like, Are they going to face off right now? I don't know. This episode ended with a bunch of excitement, a bunch of questions, a bunch of stuff that I'm just like, okay, I need to know what's happening, what's going on. I need the next episode now. I usually like binge the series when they're done, but I can't help but watch episode by episode because anime has definitely stepped up from when I was younger. And while I love the classic animes, these are really going in, and Demon Slayer is no different. It is going in. I am loving this. This is my favorite anime right now, and I've got more to watch. So tell me what you think. What In the comments, what do you think? What sword art do you think we're going to get to see from Tokito? Like, what kind of mis misbreathing styles, if you know of any, or what's going on? Because I'm not going to look them up. I'm going to wait to see what's going on. But what else is he going to is he gonna come with? Freaking, how does Kanroji's, you know, sword art and ability really affect how she fights? I want to know more about what she's going to be able to do. What is Tanjiro going to do with Genya? Like, how are they about to interact and what's going on now? Because this looks like it's about to be a fight. Because if he's got a fight, then guess who's got to sit back from this fight? Like, Nezuko can't be up in this fight because there's a chance that she could die from anything Nichirin beheading her. And with a long-range weapon like a, a gun, a shotgun more or less, she's I won't say she's easy target, but that's a surprise hit that can come out of nowhere if she's not paying attention and she's not, you know, keeping on her toes. So, yo, down in the comments, tell me what you think. What do you want to see? Where we're we going next episode? I got to figure out how to get all this hype to die down and watch more anime, but I will catch you guys in the next one. All right. Peace.